Hello, world! How are you, everybody? I have a very good show packed today about Azure Communication Services. And with me, I have PLE, my friend. How are you? Hey, hi, so nice to meet you. Hi, everyone. Hi, Frank. I'm PLE. I'm doing really, really great this morning. How are you? Very happy. So, before we go into details, I know you brought with you many guesses. You want to introduce them? Absolutely. So today I have three amazing women from Azure Communication Services with me. So let's bring them over. So first up, uh, let's see. Hey, Marianne, are you there? Hey, Kelly. Hey, Frank. I'm super excited to be here. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm uh, really looking forward to talking about overview of Azure Communication Services. And then following that, we'll have another segment where I talk about um, our voice and video calling and do a quick demo to show what that's all about. Exciting. So next, um, next we have Pranita. Hey, Pranita. Hey, Piali. Thanks for having me here. How are you? I'm doing awesome. And I'm so super thrilled to be here. And today I'm going to do a demo of how to send and receive SMSs. And if we get lucky with time, I'm also going to do a bonus demo of a cool sentiment analyzer application. So stay awesome. tuned. Awesome, so cool. And last up, we have Ashwinder. Hello. Hello, everyone. So excited to be here today. Awesome. How are you, Ash? I'm doing great. I am super excited to talk about chat and have a quick demo. So yeah, really looking forward to it. Cool stuff. Awesome. She looks so like cool, like, yeah, doing a cool dip. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited. Like, uh, I don't know much. I, you know, I, I think I never try Azure Communication Services. So like, I'm very excited for this episode. And like, every uh, demo will look more interesting, one on top of the other. So really cool. Yeah. Um, but before we go into the details, um, so you are also part of that team, correct? I am too. So I am also a program manager in the Azure Communication Services team, and these are all my amazing teammates. Yes. Okay. And before, that's why we, I know you so much because before you were a cloud advocate, so we were working together for the Canada, Microsoft Canada. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's been so long, Frank, like you and I, we have been on the show together on live TV. So yeah, super excited. Very happy. So I know I always do that when I'm bringing a co-host, I ask them to bring some news. So what news do you have for us today? I actually have two news to share with you all. So the first one, um, yesterday, I don't know if you have read about it, but Visual Studio 2022 Preview 4 is now available for all of you to download. So I was super excited. I'm a big Visual Studio fan. And on this preview, you're going to get more themes to choose from. It's faster. Um, and I think they have made some cool updates on the Blazor editor as well. So definitely check it out. The link is um, link should be on the show note. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and what else? You mentioned two links. Two That's true. <laughs> 
That's true. The second news I have today is if you really, really like this show today and you want to learn more about Azure Communication Services, uh, we have actually another event coming up on October 26th. It's called Learn Together. Uh, and it, on this show, you will actually learn about technologies available in Azure, M365, Power Platform that can be used to enable you know, user collaboration. So uh, you can also find that link uh, in the show note. Just keep an eye. It will get updated with the latest inf event information on October 1st. So keep an eye out. Wonderful, wonderful. Like You, you do it like a real pro. That's, I am. <laughs> I should invite you more often. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Thank you. So I will let you introduce our first guest then. For... Absolutely. So let's let's um, welcome back Marianne um, on on the on screen. So hey, Marianne. So before we go into your two cool demos, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself, like what you do on the team, uh, what's kind of maybe like your current project is, and then we can dive deep into the tech stuff. Cool. So my name's Marianne Noskowski. I am on the Azure Communication Services Program Manager team. So we're talking to customers and working with engineers and making sure all the details are ready to go for our um, engineering teams to pick up and uh, actually develop and produce the wonderful things that our service offers. So um, right now, my exciting new project that I'm working on is some developer tools. So we're looking at you know ways we can make the um, whole developer lifecycle easier and faster and more intuitive for our developers. Um, I am, I think I've been at Microsoft for about five years now. So I'm, you know, really excited to be part of this team and I'm excited to be a part of a developer platform like Azure Communication Services. Fantastic. So let's let's run the, the video. Yeah. What is Azure Communication Services? So Azure Communication Services is a fully managed communication platform uh, that enables developers to bring in their own custom communication experiences to connect with their customers and partners. So think of you know, a video call with your doctor or um, you know, maybe a voice call with your financial advisor or even chat messaging with a support agent. Those are all communication experiences that our APIs allow you to build. Okay, and like, is there like, can you tell me more about all the features that are included in that services, those services? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna share my screen really quick and I'll just show a quick slide that, that highlights a few of them. Um, so we have voice and video calling. I touched upon that where you're joining a video call. Um, this is you know increasingly common now with telehealth scenarios and education scenarios, especially given the global situation today. Uh, we also have chat messaging we enable SMS messaging. So if you um, have ever done a online order, maybe you'll say, uh, you'll get a text message that says, hey, your order's ready, or you know, confirm you're in the parking lot to pick up your, your order that you've just placed. Um, so we do uh, SMS messaging and other telephony, telephony as well. Um, we can plug into the PSTN or public switch telephone network. So if you need to do traditional phone calls, that's something that we enable to um, join in with the voice and video calling. And then we also have a lower level SDK that allows communications networking um, and support with our turn service if you want to build a more custom, custom experience on top of the um, network communications networking or our, our network traversal SDK. Wonderful. So 
like you mentioned, there's whoops, let me let me be back on the screen so people don't think I'm a good voice. Uh, so like you mentioned, Teams and Azure Communication Services, they are kind of similar. So when someone should be using one or the other? Yeah, and I, I definitely forgot to mention a big um, selling point for Azure Communication Services is that while we are an Azure service, we have the scale of Azure, we have the um, security and compliance of Azure, being an Azure service and part of the Azure ecosystem, we are also built on top of the same backend services that power Microsoft Teams. So you know that these services are battle tested and have been used over and over again every day. So you can trust in the latency, um, a low latency calling experience and high quality for these services. And I think people get a little confused sometimes of, you know, like you said, when to use Teams versus Azure communication services. Um, when we think about the differences, Azure Communication Services, one of the big differences is that Azure Communication Services is a bring your own identity solution. So we are a platform offering. We don't have any identity requirements, meaning you can definitely use AAD, um, but you could also use, you know, a Google identity or Facebook or, you know, whatever custom identity you're already using. Um, and we will work with whatever identity you're already using to build out these experiences. Um, we're also a developer platform, so you will build these custom experiences into your apps and websites. This is not a full full service offering. This is not software as a service. It is a platform as a service offering. So it gives you the power to, to plug into your existing infrastructure um, and build these custom experiences that fit your needs. Microsoft Teams is great if you want a fully developed um, software that you can just purchase and use and play, and it plugs into the whole Microsoft 365 ecosystem. So if you need integrations with um, other Office applications or want to build some automation um, with your M365 uh, applications and workflows that are existing already, then Microsoft Teams is the way to go. Um, so it just matters, depends on what you want with your experiences. Do you need a custom experience or do you need um, a fully built out experience that you don't have to put any effort into? Um, I will say we have a new feature called Teams Interoperability, which allows a uh, user that's using the Azure Communication Services clients to call into an existing Teams meeting. So if you, you know, to not to confuse people too much, but there's this world that you could picture where you have, um, you know, let's picture a classroom, maybe you have a teacher and the students are all using Microsoft Teams. They have their homework, they have their lesson plans, they have all of their infrastructure set up to use Microsoft Teams. And that's what they do for a virtual classroom day to day. But um, we'll picture the parents maybe don't necessarily need a full Teams license. They don't need to install the Teams app to meet with the teacher once in a while, right? If we have a parent-teacher conference or they need to just check in with the teacher, they don't need to install a full Teams application. So you can picture um, a scenario where the parents just log into the school website and are able to call in to a meeting with the teacher and the teacher is still able to use their existing Microsoft Teams application, their existing workflow, their context, they have the students' files all within Teams and they can both join the same meeting or the same call uh, while still staying in the context that each party is most comfortable with. So, um, you know, we have the ability to build these experiences that help you meet your users where they're at, whether it is a fully custom solution with Azure Communication Services or um, a fully built out solution with Microsoft Teams or you know, a combination of both where you have this team's interoperability using Azure Communication Services. 
Very, very interesting. So that's one scenario. Do you have any other scenario to share with us when people could, could use those services? Yeah, we have, I mean, like I, I've been saying this over and over, the, the developer platform and the fact that we're a platform makes it so you can build these really cool experiences. I think we did a demo last year where we had this, um, you know, medical provider had a whole website and the user would go on and before creating an appointment, they would chat with a health bot and go over some of their symptoms and say, you know, you know, like maybe my nose is a little runny today or I've been feeling some pounding in my heart or, or whatever. And they would go through a chat with a bot and the, the bot would help set them up with the right specialist and the right time and take care of some of the more administration administrative work. Um, and then when the uh, bots um, knowledge ran out or the chat bot couldn't help anymore, then the patient would be escalated to a human and the human and the patient were talking together for a while. And then they were able to set up a call and, and you know, plug into a video call or um, you know, a, a, even just an audio call at that point and just talk uh, either face-to-face -face or talk on the phone and go through some of the care plans. So it's kind of cool to see these experiences where you start plugging in other services to build out the custom experience, right? Plugging into bot framework or plugging into, um, you know, cognitive services to add in some translation. Um, I think there's a lot you can do with Azure communication services as a platform offering. Wonderful. And now we'll, we'll see it. A question from the chat. That was interesting. So just like this, after every demo, we recorded demo because we could speed up some deployment. But after every demo, we'll do a quick Q&A. So while the video is playing, those people are in the chat already. They could answer your question. But after, we can answer live. So I have a question for you from Emmanuel, who's asking about um, uh, if I have some, okay, uh, I'm a software engineer, uh, but I have more experience with Amazon, uh, even using C Sharp, building .NET apps. I never have and use Azure, just trying to learn more. So where should it start? Do we have a, some, a place where people can start? So we have a learn module that I think Pranita might point to later in one of her segments that does a really great job of breaking down how to use C Sharp to send an SMS text message. I think that's a really great place to start. Um, we also have some documents on how to um, plug into our REST APIs as well if you want to um, even start at that level. So I think check out our documentation um, on the docs.microsoft.com page. Uh, we'll put links in the Hello World notes. Uh, that you can check out, but that's the best place to get started. Wonderful, wonderful. So I, think I, can, I can also add. Uh, I can also add quickly, Manuel. Since if you are completely new to Azure, definitely check out our MS Learn. Uh, you can find, you know, a beginner level course, uh, Learn module, and learning path. So that will help you to get started with Azure as well. Wonderful, and and now let's continue um, because uh, Marianne. You work so hard, two demos in one show. So uh, no. <laughs> that was pretty good. So you're more involved on, on like on a specific feature. So is it that one like you're working more or? So I actually work on some of the more horizontal features. Um, I work on the Azure portal. So, um, you know, all these specific, we call them modalities. We have calling, we have chat, we have SMS, we have a bunch of other services that we talked about. Um, they all plug into these horizontal experiences like the Azure portal or 
um, even supportability, right? When you file a technical ticket through the Azure portal, we have a whole team that we train to help answer those questions. So I, I help with some of those horizontal pieces that span across the different um, services that we offer, which I really enjoy. Wonderful. Well, let's see this demo you did about the calling features. Okay. Can you describe, describe some feature of callings? Absolutely. So we have our um, Azure Communication Services calling SDK. That's a lower level SDK that lets you um, embed a video calling voice or video calling experience within your app or website. So if you picture a you know virtual visit between a healthcare provider and a patient, the patient is calling in to consult with their doctor um, or healthcare provider, and they're able to just do it either through a phone or a computer website, whatever, and they're able to communicate with their doctor um, through the custom experience that the healthcare provider has. Maybe it's a website that they log into um, or just a mobile app. But the idea with our calling experiences is that there's two, two different calling SDKs that we offer. One is our calling client SDK, and that handles the um, client endpoints that are, you know, like our patient in this case that are just joining the call um, and the doctor for what it's worth, the healthcare provider joining the call, they're able to share their screen, share their video, mute, unmute, they're able to, um, you know, select what device they want to use if they have multiple cameras or mics. Um, the other SDK that we is now in preview is the call automation SDK. And that's meant to be for if you have a backend service that's going to be joining calls, um, you can record calls through the call automation SDK, meant to be more on the server side, so you can collect monitoring logs, um, you know, view participants joining and leaving. Uh, you can also do some automation like, um, you know, I mentioned recording or handling the calls from the back end. Now, something that we have as well, because I mentioned we have these two SDKs, we also have a UI library that makes it a lot easier to get started with our client calling SDK. Um, for most video calls, things look very similar. There's a mute, unmute button, there's a device selection button, there's you know maybe a hold or share screen or stop video. All these controls are very common. I think you'll find them in pretty much any video call you join. Um, the UI library wraps all those experiences up so you can get started with the calling SDK in, I think it's two lines of code now. So of course you can go through and customize all of those experiences for your users and make it, um, you know, if you want to add some branding or some special, special event or experience that happens when someone joins or leaves a call, um, you can do all that for yourself, but you can also get up and running so quickly with our UI library and our calling SDK. That's pretty interesting. Can, can you manage to do a demo in like four minutes and a half? Absolutely. So I'm going to share my screen here. And this is our web calling tutorial. So we go through, it shows step by step how to place and receive calls, how to get started, initialize the SDK. What's cool about this tutorial and what I really like about it is, um, you know, while it goes through step by step what to do, it also will show the code underneath. Um, for example, this is acting as a simple web service that's going to create the tokens that are used for um, to identify the user in the SDKs. And it goes through and it shows here's how you subscribe to different events. So if you want to know when another person has muted um, or unmuted themselves and you can handle those events and add those custom experiences that if you'd like to. So this is a cool tutorial. It's on our 
public documentation. So go go check it out, definitely. But to show the demo really quick, I'm going to go ahead and I have two different browsers. So it's simulating two different users joining a call. I'm provisioning an Azure Communication Services identity. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to copy this identity. We'll have user B, which will be on the right, call user A, who's on the left. Then we go ahead. I'm just going to paste in that identity real quick. And I'm going to place the call. And bear with me because sometimes it gets a little tricky managing the devices in terms of, you know, if they get locked up and someone else is using it. So here we have the call incoming. I'm going to answer it with video. And we should Good. see. We're going to mute myself really quick. quick. On both, On both sides. sides. Okay. So I answered with video. Now I'm going to go and share this video. And let's see, hopefully it doesn't get too locked up. Using the pro cam here. I'm gonna try and use a different camera. That's here. very impressive, by the way. While while she's doing that, that's very impressive. She's already on the call sharing a camera, and now she's two instances. So I know she has multiple like camera, but that's pretty cool. If you can just manage to do that in a few clicks, that's pretty amazing. Thank you. I think you know it's funny when we do these. Oh, whoops. Uh, when we do these um, these videos and presentations, it's it's kind of funny. We have the setup gets a little silly because we have so many different cameras to manage. You know, the real talk, and then we have cameras to manage not getting locked up in the actual demo as well. And of course, um, I made you zoom so you cannot see anything in those windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's all good. I know if you see these events, these are these are new features. So it's sharing some diagnostic events and it says, you know, oh, someone's muted or and they're trying to talk while they're muted. So if you wanted to add a little flag that said, um, you know, like, hey, try unmuting if you're trying to speak, we can't hear you. That's what these uh, flags are popping up. These events that are popping up are showing you. So it, it does give you some granularity and able to add these experiences to make it easier for your users. Um, I'm now going to up. Oh, let me see. I'll give it one more try. Um, actually, you know what I might do from over here is I'll just share my screen just to show that off. Um, so here I'm selecting which screen to share. And if we go over on the left, we can see that I'm sharing the screen and user A can see my user B screen. Um, see that the video is a little frozen but it's all good. We have a video call back and forth. Another common scenario that people use this for is um, any sort of uh, advisory situation. So if you have a financial advisor and you wanna go through your portfolio, you can share the screen, both be on a video call together, um, or even in educational scenarios, you could see where this is pretty valuable to be able to share, um, share your screen, share your video and connect with the other users on the call. Uh, and I will go ahead and stop sharing my screen now since we're just taking up videos and bandwidth and wrap up. But that's our calling SDK. So this was the calling client SDK. If you're interested in call recording, that will be the calling automation SDK, which is in preview. So go ahead and check out our documentation. It showcases all the features available. Even I touched on a few here, but thank you. That was good. <laughs> and uh, it was working, but I, I didn't have that footage for the, the video for, <laughs> for Marianne. I was so struggling with all those camera. Pretty good. And we have a question in the chat. So we had Carrie who was asking, uh, does calling support HD video? 
Yes, yep, calling we support, oh, sorry. Yeah, for calling we support full HD, so 1080p um, on our mobile, our native SDKs for mobile. Um, for web, we support standard HD, or standard um, 720p. So we have, uh, and of course, the quality depends on bandwidth and the situation that the user's in, uh, but we support HD for our native SDKs. Wonderful. And uh, Emmanuel is really watching carefully because he noticed that the code was JavaScript. And, you know, like, like you mentioned previously, he's a .NET developer. So he was wondering, can we use it also with .NET code? Yep. So we have, you know, in terms of platforms that we support, I mentioned mobile. Obviously, we support web as well, um, as you pointed out. So thank you for that. And we also support Windows development too with .NET. So, um, you know, we support all of those client endpoints. And, and I have one question for you, Marianne. How about you tell me that how many people at Max can join join a call on ACS? I'm, I'm sure everyone is thinking about it. I know. Should we just add everyone right now? Let's call and see. Try yeah. it out. Uh, we support up to 350 participants per call. Yay. Awesome. Oh, big number. That's impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, let me check the... <laughs> Some so Diego is online. He's asking like girls from girls power ACS love it. So super happy about that, and uh, people are liking it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, what else? Let me see. Do we have any questions? So uh, so I know Frank. We had a question before that in the last segment we didn't get a chance to answer. Uh, that what language and platforms does ACS support? Marianne? So we're part of the Azure ecosystem. We're an Azure service. We support all of the languages that other Azure services support. So that's things like Python, Java, um, .NET, or C Sharp. We also, uh, because we have these client libraries, I mentioned we support iOS and Android, um, web and Windows development as well. Fantastic. Cool. I think one last question that I can. Well, see. I think we should. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. No worries. <laughs> we'll take it offline. So please keep asking questions. We'll get to it soon. But now let's meet Diego for my first Diego's wall. Evan, can you tell me more about? This? <laughs> nope. Diego's wall. Hey, Diego, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Hello, Frank, and hello, world. This is Diego broadcasting live from my office here in Seattle, the Microsoft headquarters. And as you know by now, I'm surrounded by these walls that I used to nurture my own sense of wonder, but I also use it to share it with you. And today, I want to share a post that comes from my very favorite podcast in the world, called Radio Lab. It's available everywhere for you. Highly recommend it. And it's this picture right here. It's actually a group of hundreds of thousands of fireflies that are lighting up together on the night sky. And why do I have these fireflies? It's because of an episode that really stayed with me from that podcast called Emergence. Today, I want to talk to you about this scientific concept phenomenon called emergence. And for those of you who don't know, emergence is a behavior or a pattern that appears without any plan. It was not planned. It just happens 
as a result of all the different parts interacting together with the with the larger whole. Nature has a lot of examples of emergence, and fireflies are one of them. Each firefly lights up at their own will, but when you put hundreds of thousands of them together, after a few minutes, they will start actually lighting up all at the same time, on and off, on and off at the same time. Very impressive. Same thing with ants. Ants are individuals, but together they, they behave like a super organism. Turns out in tech as well, emergence happens. For example, the invention of the telephone was very debated because two different people invented the telephone uh, kind of at the same time in parallel. To show something fun, we have a video here with 32 metronomes that are used to, to mark the rhythm in music. And you can see that this is an experiment where this person is starting the 32 metronomes and they're all going at the wrong rhythm. They're not synchronized at all. It's a mess. 32 of them. And we're going to leave the video running for the rest of the segment and see what happens. So here we have the metronomes. Now, a lot of things that we're doing in tech actually also have to do with emergence. When you work in a company like Microsoft, the culture of the company truly emerges from the behavior of everybody. Same on a team. On artificial intelligence, we're all after that AGI, you know, creating the artificial general intelligence, that conscious mind. And that is going to be an emergence. That, that's going to be something that emerges from all the cloud investments we are making. It's unlikely to be a design, that consciousness, and more like an emergence. You should pay attention to yourself because we are complex systems as well, you know, homo sapiens. And a lot of our thoughts, emotions, feelings emerge from the interactions of all the different parts in our body. Even our careers, you know, are, are something that emerged. Our career story, you know, look at my career. I moved from Argentina to the US. I went from engineering to human resources, now to developer relations. These are not things that I planned up front, things that emerge from the different experiences that I expose myself to. So life, actually, your, our life story is something that emerges from all the experiences that we have. Um, look at that, look at this, look at the metronomes. In just a couple of minutes, check this out, Frank. They're all, they're, they're all synchronized, yes. I feel like I should follow them too. <laughs> <laughs> we can, they're doing better than us. But they're all synchronized and you know why? It's because when they are moving, they're sending tiny, tiny vibrations to the vase that they all share. And through those vibrations, over time, it's influencing each other and they all get synchronized like that. So that's an emerging pattern that happened on the metronomes. So that is that happens in, in nature, in tech, in life, and in your career. Um, so pay attention to what is emerging, try to get in front of it and try to capitalize on, on that opportunity. Make, make sense, Frank? Oh, definitely. It's, it's so impressive. Like I cannot repeat that at home because I don't own enough metronome, but it's incredible. But you could, uh, just make sure that the vase can move a little bit. If the vase is very solid, it will take a very long time. But if the vase is a bit loose, then, but, but just to close in the last 10 seconds, that's the idea that every tick matters. Everything we do every day matters. It's influencing the whole. Whatever is going to emerge, the future of humankind, we influence it what we do every single day. So make your days a good one and I'll have both for you next time. Thank you. See you. <laughs> See you.
Oh, that was awesome. How do you like it, Kelly? Yeah, it's a lot of energy. Like Diego has a lot of energy. <laughs> oh, it, was a, it was a pleasure recording this. Yeah. So let's move on to our next segment then. Uh, yeah. Let's welcome Pranita for SMS. Hey, Lo. Hey, Pali. Hey, Frank. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Loving all the demos we're doing here today. Awesome. So we are we are looking forward for your SMS demo. So why don't you do like a you know a brief intro and uh, let us know about yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm a product manager of the SMS program under Azure Communication Services. I'm based in Redmond. Um, I have been a part of Microsoft for almost like two years now. I think it's one year and nine months. And what can I say? I'm I'm just so passionate about the things that we are doing here in ACS. I, I feel like we're bridging one of the most important gap in this pandemic, which is communication between the companies and their customers. So for all the viewers today, please do check out our reference documents in the show notes. And so I'm excited for the next segment, which is the demo. Wonderful. So while you're going to uh, check the, the chat, let's roll the video. Cool. Can you tell me more about this wonderful SMS feature? Absolutely, Frank. It would be my pleasure. Um, and thanks for having me here. So today I'll be talking about Azure Communication Services, SMS specifically. So we already know what Azure Communication Service is, uh, but we, we, what we don't know is that it also allows for Azure to natively make phone calls and send text messages to uh, reach customers and end users. Some of the most popular use cases we have seen is customer engagement where um, customer support wants to send links or, or appointment reminders to the customers. We've seen this um, in a lot of like the taxi ride applications like Uber and Lyft where um, you, you have the application, but you also get an SMS uh, reminder that, hey, your ride is outside your house, like uh, be there in a minute or two minutes so that you can quickly like <laughs> grab everything and, and get out of the house. Well, the most, uh, and that's my favorite use case, is COVID vaccine appointment reminders. We have seen a lot of hospital scenarios sending out COVID vaccine appointment reminders to their customers, helping scheduling appointments using SMS. So I'm super passionate about this topic. And today I'm going to share a demo of like, um, what it means to send an SMS using Azure Communication Services and, and what is required. It's super simple. It's going to be the quickest demo that you'll be seeing today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, let's see it. I'm excited. Okay. All right. So cool. So um, for sending an SMS, what you need, first thing is you need to create an Azure Communication Service resource. Um, so for that, you're going to go to resources and you're going to type in communication services. And there it is. So you click on create and it takes you to some very basic questions like the resource group and um, the resource name. There it is. Um, enter resource name. So hello world demo. And that's it. You click on review and create. So oops, I have already created this before. So hello world demo one. <laughs> There goes my creativity. <laughs> okay, so review and create. Everything looks good. You go ahead and you create it. So the deployment is in progress right now. Since this is a demo, I already have a cool resource up and running for us today. So uh, this is the overview tab where you see your resource details. Um, the main sections that we need to send an SMS is the phone number tab. So to send an SMS, you need a phone number. 
pretty basic, right? So on the phone number screen uh, here, you need to get phone numbers. As you can see, I'm a bit of a number hoarder, so I already have four numbers. I'm not going to go and get more phone numbers today, uh, but it's super simple. You can click on get. You need to answer a couple of questions like if an app is going to use this phone number or if a person is using this for um, sending messages or like calling. So you can basically select the capabilities that you want on the phone number. And once you're done, there is a copy button here. This we will copy and we will use this when we are trying to send a message later. So let's look at the quick start. I literally copy pasted this from the SMS public documents, uh, which we'll be sharing today with you all. Um, this is super simple API. There are just four inputs or five uh, that we're gonna pass today. The first is the connection string that we will get from the ACS resource. The second is the phone number um, that we'll be using to send this message, which is the from number that I just copied in front of you. And then the two number, which is the recipient number that um, you can basically pass one phone number if you're uh, sending to one recipient, or you can pass in a comma separated list of like multiple recipients in case you're sending like a blast message of there's a party at my house today or something like that. So, uh, and both these numbers need to be E164 formatted. So they need to have a leading plus one in the beginning. And then there is a message that you need to pass. So hello world from ACS, this, this field can take um, all characters, Unicode characters, emojis, everything. So let's grab the connection string. You need to go to the keys tab. There is a connection string right here. You can copy it and um, you can paste it for this. Um, since it's a demo, I've already pasted it here. Um, Okay, the next ones, um, you can uh, opt into a couple of send SMS options. The first one is the enable delivery report option, which mm -hmm. basically if, if you're interested in knowing uh, if my message was successfully delivered or if like it failed for some reason, then you can set this to true um, and you will get all the real time alerts on that. And we will see how to receive that today as well. And then the last thing is the tags functionality. This is pretty cool for um, customers who want to pass in their own unique set of IDs. So we, we give you a message ID after every message, but if you want to track your own IDs and if you want to um, do like some tags or something like that, for example, if you have multiple campaigns like one-time factor and marketing campaigns, you can always tag your messages. That way you can keep the responses separated. All right, so before we click send, let's look at the delivery reports, like how do we receive that? To receive messages or delivery reports, um, customers need to set up an event grid in Azure. So, and they need to specify a webhook or, or uh, whatever, wherever they want to receive the message. And once they have set this webhook up, so I have set mine up with Azure Event Grid Viewer, so um, they can receive messages there. So I'm just going to refresh the screen um, and we are going to hit um, send. Excited, Frank? Oh, yeah. Let's wait. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. So I send the message and then we're going to wait in the event grid to receive a delivery report. Okay. There it is. I received the message and here it is. It's delivered. Message delivered successfully. Um, we see the tag that I passed, which was marketing. Now let's, let me reply to this message. Hey, hello back. I sent the message. We see it here already. Um, I said, hello there. So yeah, that's your two way SMS complete. 
Okay. Wonderful. That's super cool. I see the time flying, but I also know you have a fantastic demo. Can you do it like a quick overview of it? Absolutely. Would love to. So basically, um, what are we trying to address with this? There, um, after every customer interaction, there's always like a feedback survey that goes out. And sometimes it's using like SMS or, or chat. So with this sentiment analyzer, we would be able to understand the sentiment of the customer, whether positive or negative. And then we will be able to um, respond to them in like different ways based on if it's positive or negative. So we're going to make use of the events, um, the SMS received events, because that's how we will get the feedback. And then we are going to use the sentiment um, text analytics to determine if it's like positive or negative. And then we are going to use conditional loop to sort of um, send a response specific to if it was a positive or a negative. So if we receive like, um, I have my condition set to sentiment contains negative. So if it's negative, then you can get back to the customer saying, we were sorry and our rep will get back to you. And if it's positive, then we can just say, thank you for your positive message. So oh, this is super cool. Pranita, I will need to ask you to come again because I, I love Logic App, but time is flying right now. Let's go see the question from the chat. Sounds good. Thank you. Oh, that was awesome. There's so much thrill about that. Uh, where people can learn more, I think there's a learning path, correct, for them? Yep. So uh, we, we just shared some links on the on the chat. Learn module is in there. If people are interested in sentiment analyzer, that's linked as well. Wonderful. And we'll make sure to put that also in the, the show note, the hello, hello word notes. I have a question from uh, Leon, or Leon, depending on how you want to say your, his name. So does uh, Azure Communication Services store SMS messages? Is there a plan to store them somewhere, or like how does that work? So, so currently, no, ACS does not store any SMS messages. All of the SMS messages are directly passed through to the aggregators that we work with. Um, we only transiently store messages for 24 hours to retry delivery if in case like delivery fails, if the handset is switched off or something like that. Um, in the future, yes, we do have a plan to uh, have a message retrieval API for customers who want to go back in history and search for messages based on like date, time, or, or just the recipient number. So that's on the roadmap. Wonderful, wonderful. Do we have time? Maybe like a quick uh, anything you want to add in like fifteen seconds. Okay, um, I would just want to say that we have a bunch of cool things coming on the SMS roadmap. We're launching short codes, which has been one of the biggest demand um, use case. We are also launching MMS uh, bot integration to automate bot interactions, WhatsApp channels. So yeah, stay tuned. Do check out our documentation, and yeah, would love to see your use cases. Wonderful, thank you. And now it's time to join Laurent for another segment of Human of Microsoft. Welcome back to Humans of Microsoft. This is a segment where we talk to people just like you and me, but they all work for Microsoft. And today I'm joined by Wee Hyung Tok. Hello, Wee Hyung, how are you doing? Hey, hi, Lauren, I'm doing awesome. Oh, that's great to hear. We young, you are in pretty, you are a principal group program manager, and you are based in Redmond. You work for Azure Data, right? That's right. Excellent. And so, as I said, you're based in Redmond, but you are actually born and raised in Singapore. So that's quite a long way. Why did you decide to move, and how do you feel that it impacted your career? Mm. So uh, I moved out of Singapore about thirteen years ago. 
Uh, and as many of you know, uh, if you have not, Singapore is a beautiful island. It and is. I think, you know, throughout my uh, education, I was all done in Singapore. Uh, I wanted to explore the world. Mm-hmm. And at a point in time, an opportunity came along uh, when Microsoft was building an R&D center in Shanghai. And so I moved actually from Singapore to Shanghai. I spent about six years in Shanghai uh, working on the SQL Server team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were shipping uh, SQL Server integration services or SSIS in short. And I think at a point in time, the cloud started. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion in the community. What does it mean to do SSIS in the cloud? And this opportunity in Redmond came about to say, well, you know, what if you have the opportunity to incubate a project uh, that rethinks about how you do data integration on Azure or up? Uh, and at, at the same time, of course, figuring out what does it mean for SSIS to be part of this equation. And mm-hmm. so I moved to the US uh, probably about seven, coming to eight years now uh, on a project that eventually became Azure Data Factory. Mm-hmm. And that was how I moved to the US, right? Multiple hops from Singapore to Shanghai, from Shanghai to Raymond. Quite a world traveler indeed. And so I imagine that the culture was also a big shock because every one of those countries was, of course, very different. Um, this is really fascinating to hear. And uh, in your free time, if I can say so, you're also a published author, right? You write uh, technical books. And in fact, you have written several books. So uh, do you want to talk to us about this experience? Oh, yeah, sure. So over the past uh, 10 years or so, I've published about 10 plus uh, technical books. Um, many of them have been translated to Korean, uh, Mandarin, as well as German. Mm-hmm. And I think the book itself follows my career. Uh, when I started uh, with the SSIS team or SQL Server Integration Services team, uh, the first book I wrote, uh, and I was really grateful to MS Press for giving me the opportunity, was really about, you know, at that point in time, uh, SQL Server 2012 just shipped. We wanted to share with the technical community Mm-hmm. What are the kind of thought process uh, that goes into the building of SSIS 2012? So that was the first book. And then subsequently, of course, many of my books uh, were on all on AI and machine learning, uh, each on different topic from the birth of Azure machine learning all the way to more recently, some of the advancements that's happening for automated machine learning. Uh, so those are essentially what the book's about. And I, I think, you know, like at Microsoft, writing a book is not our day job. Uh, mm-hmm. But you spend weekends and public holidays writing the book. But I think when the book ships, uh, it gives you know usually authors an immense sense of uh, satisfaction, and that's why I continue writing on this. Is mm, this is very interesting. We were uh, chatting just before we started uh, recording this, and uh, I, I also published some books. But after two books, I stopped because the uh, the effort is immense, right? And so I'm I'm very admirative that you continued over and over, and uh, that you do that. It's really pretty fantastic. So kudos to you. Um, what is one last thing that you would like to say our viewers to inspire and maybe mentor them a little bit? Got it. I think tech is moving at a fascinating pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, us being in tech, uh, one is, of course, being very grateful uh, for, you know, all that's happening uh, in pushing technology to the next level and the next level. And so I'll say stay curious. Uh, stay curious about tech uh, and, you know, the kind of initial kind of excitement when a new technology comes about and you start working on it, uh, I think that itself is going to lead you to, you know, uh, immense kind of experiences, but also uh, both career and life journey as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. stay curious. 
Yeah, this is so 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 true. And uh, like I used to tell my, you know, the, the people in my community never stop learning, right? This is really what we do. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to you and to all our viewers. We will see you next time on Humans of Microsoft. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lauren. Have a good one. Oh my God, did he say he wrote several books? Like yeah. in oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. So who's coming next with us? So we did some, we saw some cool demos on calling. We did, we saw on SMS. So now we are super excited to see some cool demos on chat. So mm -hmm. let's bring Ashwin there on stage. Hello. Hello. You want to introduce yourself? Um, yes, definitely. So hi, everyone. Uh, as I said before, my name is Ashwinder. I was born and raised in India. I started my career with Microsoft as a software engineer. And now I'm a PM for Azure Communication Services, uh, designing their chat experiences. Uh, and so happy to be here and excited for the demo. Wonderful. So just before we wonder the demo, Everybody, all the team are in the chat, so we still have time to ask your questions. So let's roll the demo. Hello, everyone. So as part of Azure Communication Services, we offer different communication modalities, one of which is chat. So chat toolkit is a very easy to use developer toolkit that comes with a set of APIs, SDKs in five languages, and a UI library that enables developers to build highly customizable one-on-one -on -one and group chat experiences. And as part of that, uh, we offer, you can do multiple different features are offered, including like participant management. You can choose to share the history with participants who are being added to a group chat or being removed. You can real life indicators like, you know, when a user is typing or when a other user has read your message. So red receipts, you have offline messages that say if the person that you're trying to chat with, they are not active on their app, you can send a message and they'll receive it when they are actually online in the app itself. Uh, we also offer push notifications and even detailed analytics on how the chat service in your application is performing. And as briefly talked about before, we are also uh, providing interoperability with Teams. So team, you can join in into Teams meetings and chats as users and be able to talk to Teams user while being in your own custom application, all built on Azure Communication Services. That's really interesting. <laughs> can we see it? Can we try it? Sure. How about we actually chat over an application right now, which is built using Azure Communication Services. Yeah, how does that bring your screen? Awesome. So this is an application that our team has built to sort of demo some of the features that comes with that chat. Um, you can also go ahead and, you know, we'll be able to try it out, but we'll go into that in a bit. First, um, you and me, Frank, let's try it out. So as you can see, uh, this is a simple click to chat experience. You don't need to download any application. You don't need to go and sign up for anything. Um, you can just click and chat in a web browser. So I'm going to start a chat thread. And as part of it, I will assign name to me and I love emojis. So I'm going to add an emoji as part of it as well. And I love cats. So my avatar will be cat today. So uh, I'm sending you a link to this one to join in 
on oh, the yes. phone and I'll see you in the chat window. Okay, so I will create my my thing and I will be a baby kraken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I see you there. So we're already typing messages. Yeah, I see you I there. See a typing indicator. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And like, what's that checkbox I have beside like uh, the message I just sent? Yeah, so that checkbox is actually doing a bunch of different things. Um, uh, it's part of the real-time indicators that we talked about earlier. So as when Frank, when you were typing, I could see your Frank is typing indicator here. And these are more of like red receipts. So a checkbox means, you know, the message has been sent from my side. Um, an eye icon, which I'm seeing right now, means that you have actually seen my message. So I get like these real-time feedback on, you know, has the person seen? Are they typing? Are they active? Yep. So. You know, it, it kind of increases your collaboration while you're in chat instead of just waiting and wondering, did that person read my message? They, did they Are they going to respond? So uh, increasing your collaboration right there. And if I want, um, you know, I can send some emojis. As I said, I love emojis. So kind of building up on that experience. That's really nice. I always wonder, like, when we are in a chat, like, did my the, that person is still there? Or like, or I'm waiting for nothing. Right. You know, anxiously so waiting to see. <laughs> it's really nice. Okay, they saw my message. Like, they know. They should reply. Yes. And then right. they panic because they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yep, classic. Yep. <laughs> so, what else can you do with all all that 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 chat? Yes. Sure. Um, so this application actually does not come with all the feature set that we provide, but it does give you a glimpse into the different things that you can do as part of um, a chat experience built on ACS. So for example, in this participant list, I can see who all are there. I can invite people to join in. Um, I can even remove you as a participant. So, you know, if you're bothering me or being a noisy chat participant, I'm like, Frank is out. Um, or if I get too bored, I'm like, okay, I am just going to leave this chat. <laughs> so you can leave this chat. So, you know, you have the facility to leave the chat, remove other people, add other people as well. Another fun thing right now, for example, I, I don't like this, this chat title that we have, Chat with Frank. It's a very, very, very boring. So let's add some fun stuff to this one. And emoji as usual. So you can go and update the topic of the thread, you know, for more serious stuff, it could be like a meeting sync, blah, blah, blah. But because this is a fun demo, so we have fun stuff going on here. And other things, as I said, you can, some things that we don't provide here, but you can actually do is, for example, editing your message after you've sent it, deleting a message, um, a bunch of different things. You can send file links through it. But as I said before, this is sort of just giving you a tiny glimpse into what a chat experience built on ACES can look like. Very interesting. And in one minute, I see the time flying. How can our audience can try this out? Yes. So um, we actually have this sample published on uh, our documentation as well. We provide you a tutorial to actually go and download the code and deploy the app locally or even go and publish it to Azure. So I'm going to quickly, and we've also documented what the architecture of this looks like. You can find all of it in our Azure documentation that we link later. But this is our GitHub repository under Azure Samples that talks about the WebChat Hero. 
I wanted to quickly give you a glimpse of what does it look like to actually start a thread. So um, let's jump into that as well. So if you look at it here, uh, we have all the code that talks about it. You get a giant class. Uh, chat client. Uh, I have a participant who's being added here. So I've created a new user communication user participant. And then it's as easy as just saying create chat thread client with this topic of the thread and with these participants. So just two, three lines of codes and you're actually able to spin up a chat thread exactly as we saw in the in our um, the, the application when we were using. So all of this and a lot more wonderful stuff is published on our Azure documentation and in our GitHub samples that you can go and start trying out today. Wonderful. We'll make sure to make all those links into our show notes. Thank you. Definitely. That was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, I want to ask, well, like, hello team, while building uh, or trying to build a chatbot to help us doing stuff, can can we do that with Azure Communication Services? Definitely. Uh, so today you can bring in your bot built on any platform and add them as a user to chat uh, by assigning them a user ID and getting an access token. Uh, additionally, we are also doing an out-of-box integration with Azure Bot Services. So soon you'll start seeing ACS Chat as one of the messaging channels on their portal. And that becomes it way more easier. You don't. You can just bring in your bot as it is today and add them to chat. Um, and you know things start working magically. So I'm super excited for that one. Do keep an eye out on that. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for your all your demo. I know I was pushing hard on you for like the demo, but uh, it was awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Piali, do you want to bring back everybody one by one just so they could? Uh, Kind of refresh the memory where people can start about their specific feature yeah absolutely let's hear back from everyone then mary ann pranita and ashwinder so we are all back on the same screen again <laughs> so all the links will be in the description people can start with the learning path so like it's a good experience it's on learn and you get like little badges, so that's pretty cool. Um, what else? Uh, I would say then uh, tomorrow you can join us because I will have the Microsoft Graph team with me. That's pretty cool. We'll have tons of demo again. And I did try to make them wear the onesie of a giraffe, but it didn't work. But maybe, maybe I still have a few hours, right? And coming up next right now is, oh, like it's a Cloud Summit that continued for the third day. So pretty exciting, stay tuned for more. But now I would say uh, it's time to go. Is it already time to go? Can we do one more question? Do we have one more question? Wrap up if you need, okay, Sam. Prad is telling me to wrap up. Let's wave everybody. And I will see you tomorrow for another episode of Hello World. Bye. Thank you, bye. Thank, Thank you. you.